pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready. You're my best friends. Um, I want to be totally honest with you about this interview. Um, I was nervous about releasing this episode because I was really nervous to sit down and talk to this person who had written this music that meant so much to me and still means a lot to me. And it's uh, it's hard seeing the man behind the uh, the curtain, the wizard. Uh, but Nick ended up being really cool, and I've seen him a few times since the interview. He's uh, he's great, and his music's so good. So I, um, this is a special interview. Uh, first of all, you can hear how nervous I am. There's extra McGathy giggles in this episode. So. Um, Please don't play a drinking game where you take a shot every time I giggle for no reason because you'll die. Um, you'll die. So maybe save that for my future interview with uh, Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. I'm not making any promises, but my people are talking to her people. And by people, I mean no one, and no one's making any effort to make that happen. But if anyone knows Fergie, or Fergie, if you're listening, I guess I'll interview. That That, that would be interesting. <laughs> I I am such a huge fan of Nick's and he's awesome. This is a really special episode because uh what I'm going to do is I'm I am am splicing in uh producer Dustin is is going to be splicing in um music by Nick Thorburn. So that's going to be Nick Nick is now uh the front of the band Islands, which is so great. And they have a new album that came out this year called Asleep and a Forgetting, which is awesome. Also, Vapors, Arms Away, and Return to the Sea are uh, great. And I'm going to be playing music from um, some of those albums. So, uh, yeah, please enjoy this interview. And like in between the segments, you'll get to hear some of Nick's music, which is a total treat. And please consume his music. And um, if you guys have stories about meeting musicians and being as terrified as I was, um, email me. At uh, this feels terrible at gmail.com. In the meantime, please enjoy this interview with the really wonderful, super handsome, super nice Nick Thorburn. Nick, if you're listening to this, I, I still like, please don't be worded out by this intro. I, I don't, I, I like your music. I like you as a person. Like, let's be friends and, and we have each other's phone number. Let's, let's go. Let's have some baguettes. <laughs> I'm not asking you out on a date. It's just a friend. I have a boyfriend that I really love a whole bunch. Not a not a ask out. Um, but like, let's get coffee. Let's talk. Let's talk, babes. 
let's talk. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at Dustin for inspiration. Let's talk. Let's talk floors, different flooring. There's tiles. There's wood. There's so many different kinds of flooring. Ugh, guys. It's a miracle that I haven't killed myself. say her name but it sounds like no i won't even kiona papple <laughs> she did uh bajorny beaver did, yeah bajorny beaver it was <laughs> i didn't mean for that to sound uh sexual italian sounds like an italian <laughs> uh, breadsticks or something um it's not delish it's not delivery it's bajorny <laughs> I yeah I went on a I went with on an a date actress. once with a non actress I went on a date with a non actress um, in <clears throat> a while ago and uh, we went to this place and we got these drinks and we were sitting and it was definitely the worst date I've ever 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 been on in my entire life she at one point turned <laughs> to me and said so. Like had no, <laughs> did not have the ability to initiate a conversation. She was. Was just, it a so? What do you think? No, it was like say like say something because I have no capability of speaking like yeah. a- engaging in conversation. And there was a guy. Um, there was a guy sitting to the left of us, and he was wearing like open-toed sandal, like Teva type things or Birkenstocks or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe I can like initiate some kind of conversation by like hating on this guy and his footwear. And so I just ripped. I was like, I, that's my least favorite kind of footwear in the world. I don't like to see a man's toes ever. And she's like, well, well I think they're great. Like, I think they're really nice shoes. And <laughs> so I could not connect on any capacity. It was uh, the details. Um, sh- try tried to like kind of um bury it from my memory but there was a lot of just extremely awkward that is charm. that is the the worst when you uh go out with somebody and you are out with them and you have to play out we were both just like we i think we were both like let's the timer on the drinks was just like let's get out of here and <laughs> they were really they were like twenty dollar drinks too oh. <laughs> it's like really nice cocktails um do you remember to, where you were? Yeah. The library at the Roosevelt, they make really mm-hmm. good uh really good cocktails. Like all fresh. 
herbs and ingredients. <laughs> like, this is a nice place to take Everybody some check like, out the Roosevelt. really good drinks. Yeah. So you, you're in a band. No, <laughs> I really am not. <laughs> not anymore? No, I am, I am. Okay. No, but you, you've been playing consistently in bands for... 10 years. It sucks. It's not paying off. I'm getting out. Just kidding. JK. <laughs> I love it. So I, when I think of like, you know, this is a podcast about relationships mm-hmm. uh, and about sex and relations and, and dates, et cetera. Like you, you're a, you're a handsome gentleman and mm. you're the front of a, Thank I mean you. that, I mean, that's just me saying that no oh. one else thinks that you're mm. a monster. Yeah. You like, we know I, like mo- I like, like. Tumors. <laughs> I like tumors. I like masturbate like to pictures Motley of tumors. <laughs> yeah. Like as a, as a guy who's in a, in a band, like what is, what is that like with women approaching you after shows? Oh, like that is one of the biggest myths, at least, uh, I think in general, just as far as like being in a band is, uh, uh, people think like I, I, I was in tour, or I was on tour for years when I had a very serious committed, uh, relationship. And, uh, there's always concern when you're away for that long, but the reality is that you play a show and when you finish playing, people leave the venue and the people that don't leave are complete fucking crackheads and you don't <laughs> want anything to do with them. But people of sound mind that you would want to, if you were single and wanted to like talk to someone would leave because right. they're ushered yeah. out of the venue because security makes them leave, you know? So there's, there's this myth that like you've, that bands on the road, uh, are very, um, you know, promiscuous, but I don't think that's entirely accurate. I mean, you, if you can do it, but you have to put in a lot of fucking work right. and it's like gross work where you're like, well, you sure. know, like Def but Leppard, you- Def Leppard's roadie would go out during Def Leppard's show and the dude would point the band, the singer would point like in a kind of rock and roll kind of way while he was singing. Like I'm pointing at you. I'm pointing at you. He was actually pointing at all the girls. He wanted the, roadie to bring backstage after the show right so i mean there's like there's really creepy ways to yeah find love on the road but it's (laughs) it's not something that it's not something that is uh there's a mythology to it but it's just like a lot of sure well maybe maybe that uh that that promiscuity thing or like finding love is 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 difficult but like there's certainly this there is this palpable like sexual power that a band has over a room. <laughs> uh, do I feel like what? Oh, that I have a sexual command. Uh, no, but I, the newest record that I, uh, am promoting is not a very like virile record. It's a very quiet, introspective, uh, my heart's been kind of bruised and mm-hmm. I've bruised. I'm a bad person. Um, it's not like st- a lot of, uh, strutting around and, and, and stuff, but what I can you, see why there's, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just emotionally unavailable all the time, except for right now. <laughs> no, I can see there's a, that there's, there's a command that a performer, obviously like a performer has sway, uh, mm-hmm. everyone's staring at them. 
That's what makes those people the worst, though. They're such fucking egomaniacs. It's unbearable. Like, especially singers, but everyone in a band. I hate music. I don't have any musician friends. I have, like, a handful, but but uh, they're the worst fucking people. <laughs> and they're the worst in relationships. They're just, like... And you, yeah. beca- you become you become spoiled. You know, you, we don't want to get too far into this, but the lifestyle of a touring musician is just lends itself to just complete infantile behavior. You know, like you check into a hotel and you check out and it's a total mess and you never, there's no responsibility. There's no, um, there's no consequences. You know, you just show up in a town, you play, you leave, you meet people, you never see them again. It's like, it's really destructive behavior. And I think people who, uh, enjoy it like myself are terrible people i think i'm a terrible person because i i'm like addicted to that lifestyle of just are you getting less and less i just turned 30 and I congratulations finally, thanks i got a place On your anniversary with your mm-hmm. life i'm trying to take the focus away from being you know i like to have a home base and and rea- you know live in reality because it's very much fantasy lifestyle right especially with relationships like if you do meet people on tour you you don't really see them again you know it's like it's not a it's not a way to live um it's pretty incredible that you I'm lying through my to... teeth right now <laughs> <laughs> sorry that you had a 7 year relationship like while you were touring around what was yeah. that like uh, hard, very difficult, intense strain. <laughs> yeah. What was the longest that you were away? Um, maybe like six weeks. Not too bad. It would always be like some time at home, but yeah, say six weeks, which is decent time mm-hmm. to be away. Yeah. But you're you're so young. You you say you're emotionally unavailable. But there's <laughs> there's there's someone who's gonna get a uh, their paws gonna be full of Thorburn love. Who is? <laughs> so is someone someday? No way. No way. You no. don't you don't feel like you <laughs> will ever be in love. That means you're gonna fall in love tomorrow. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. when you're not looking or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm definitely not looking. So. Ladies, back off. <laughs> I, I was just, I was thinking about, um, I'm, I'm realizing that as a, because I've, I've, because I like music and I go to shows, I always, you imagine like while you're watching a band, like, oh my God, these people are gods. And mm-hmm. immediately after it's going to be like the, the, the most beautiful girls in the audience are going to float up like angels and go right into their into their beds and there's going to be this no they go home to their loving and, <laughs> their loving partners and they have right, real right. lives and they have respect for themselves and for yeah. I've never hung around I'm not saying if you do hang around you're not like I'm not that wasn't what I was implying no uh, well but you're implying that those girls are cooler I'm saying I've never hung around I'm saying yeah cool people trying to be in the trying to be in the cool category yeah I'm saying the people hang out are generally not and not to say that the people hang out aren't awesome and sweet and nice and very cool and I like them a lot but if it's just like a a hookup thing it's it's not the most um <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'm not saying it's, it needs to be romantic, but it's it's a little 
it just feels trashy. Well, yeah. Well, it's, there's no uh, there's no mystery to the girl who's hanging out being like, so guys, uh, yeah. are you a stan? Yeah. Are you? Uh, That's generally a turn off, I guess. When I was when I was single, there was this uh, a f- my friend my friend's band was in town. I won't name the band because I don't remember the name Steel of it. Steel Panthers. Steel Panthers. You can say it. Um, how bad was it? I don't, I don't remember. But it's like it's it's kind of a popular band, and the lead, this the lead singer is like this beautiful, beautiful man. But he is uh, is like beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. person. One of the one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in in real life. And he was a friend of my friend and. We went out to a, uh, we went out to a bar like after a show I did or something. And he was like, he was flirting with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was so like, uh, like I'm very like, um, I don't know, ugly, ugly duckling syndrome. This guy is like, I've seen your, your video, your, your, oh, yeah, your birthday video. Yeah. video. Yeah. Where you were, you were like a nerd, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're a beautiful swan. So you got nothing to worry about. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this guy, this guy was, uh, he kept on asking me if he could switch jackets with me. And I was like, yeah, let's switch jackets. Mm. I was wearing this very cool, like red leather jacket. Mm -hmm. I was there with all my girlfriends. We were having like a girl's night out and they're like, what's going on with this guy? And I was like, I don't know, but like, who knows? Who knows where this will go? Like this, 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 uh, he's this amazing musician and he's, uh, he's so, crazy good looking um literally and i'm not i don't i'm not a shallow shallow person uh you appreciate beauty it's natural uh, and refined form certainly uh this man is was very beautiful and he he was like hey like we're we're all going um we're going back to uh to this hotel we're all gonna hang out do you want to hang out and i was like yeah 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 let's let's all hang out and i wasn't thinking like i'm gonna gonna have sex with this with this fella Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm not from the 1930s. Uh, Wait, and then, you say fella. Yeah. Yeah. But I went back. Stud. A stud. I'm not going to. I wasn't thinking like, even though that's that's what that seemed like, like a like mm-hmm. a band like pointing to girls in an audience. But I went back with him to his hotel and the guys, the other guys in the band were like, ah, oh, we're so tired. Like, we're, we're going to go to sleep was like well i guess we'll just go back in my room and i was like oh like now this is this is going down a down a path i mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to be down and went into his room and he was like look this is what's gonna happen whoa you're gonna take off your clothes and i'm gonna take off my clothes and we're going to hold each other mm. he's a romantic <laughs> <laughs> Like we had, we had made out back at uh, I think it was the Silver Lake Lounge where my friends were playing. Like we 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 had kissed there, and then we go back to his hotel, and it was like, "You're gonna take off your clothes. I'm gonna take off my clothes. I'm gonna cuddle you with my penis in your <laughs> vagina. Well, and that's all we're gonna do, Nick. Here we go. This is this is a strange part of this is that he said that to me, and I was like, "Well, I." I don't know. He, t- he took off. He took off his clothes. Men suck, by the way. <laughs> I don't like this guy. I don't. I don't fucking believe him. But Nick, we also why, what a dumb. Anyway, okay. We, anyway, sorry. Okay, so we we 
went we went back to we were in his room or on his bed he took off all his clothes it's not his bed by the way and he just uh held me like he just got behind me and like spooned me all night and like weird kissed the back of my neck and then in the morning he was like good morning good morning little lady you know like no um Hmm. no sex or anything but he wanted to be but why not Here's the duality. Here's the... I I have a bit of a contradiction, but I think people shouldn't be so hung up about sex. I think it's... Like, people put a lot of emotional stock into um, the frivolity of sex, like having sex in a really carefree or reckless way. And I think there's ways to do it. This is a really weird way for you to ask me if I'll have sex with you. Well, I we can easily. I mean, I was going to ask Dustin. Be interesting for the podcast. Dustin is cool. I was kind of leading this towards Dustin, but I just think there needs to be a conscious, uh, thoughtful way to do it. I I think, I think it can be. I think there's a stigma. You know, there's like a, a kind of societal repression toward towards, <clears throat> or or a discrimination or whatever towards. Uh, you know, people who are promiscuous. I think that's unfortunate because it is, it is, like you said, adventure. It's adventurous and it's fun and it's nice to right. meet people and it's nice to be physical with people. And I, I don't think it needs to have all that sort of baggage to it. But I also, but the, so, so I think like that guy getting you naked and then just cuddling with you seems so, he seems like a pussy, man. <laughs> like, Where's why that? wouldn't he like, kiss you not on the neck like on the boob or the face (laughs) doesn't just uh fist pounded neck uh yeah he was also talking like what he has you in his room you're willing you guys are both yeah into it you're attracted to me for that yeah you should have made a move (laughs) you should have had sex with him you probably Uh, have a girlfriend which is shitty it's shitty that he went that far but that is well it's not cheating if we're just holding each other that's that's likely not to say that I've ever done that I have not but I think that uh, that he probably like validated it like that or something because why wouldn't he he was right. into you yeah 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 he brought you back to his hotel it's like why go that far and not even like suggest the possibility So, Nick, we're going to play a little game called uh, A Date with Nick. Mm-hmm. And on these pieces of paper in this beautiful ceramic bowl, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are different locations. We're uh, 
our listeners want to know, and by our listeners, I mean me as a 10-year-old, uh, wants to know what You're it would... nine. Would, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm nine. I'm 10. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I want to know what it would be like, like with your current emotional state, your like emotional unavailable state, what it would be like to go on a date with you. Okay. 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 And I'll be, uh, sounds miserable (laughs) for the other person. I'll be me, but, um, but I'm single and, Mm. um, you, you just met me at a party or something. Okay. So pick one of those little. uh Oh, and this is where we're going to go on the date. Yes. We are going to a cave. All right. We're going okay. to a cave. Are you re- ready for this? Not yet. I gotta get my, uh, get my, my <clears throat> or a rave, depending on how that if that's a sea or not. Might be a rave, actually. It's a cave. I wrote it. No, it's a rave. No, it's a cave. We're going to a rave. A rave in a cave. Uh, <clears throat> If you're really committed to the idea of it being a rave, we can do that. Which so, was it supposed to be? Cave. Oh, it really looks like an R. Okay, fine. Let's go to a cave. This isn't a look. I improvement just... podcast. <laughs> how I'm writing. Well, you did it fast, I guess, but that's fine. Okay, we'll go to a cave. <sighs> but I have some bad news. There's a DJ in the cave. <laughs> and a ton of ecstasy in these pacifiers. Yeah, so it's happening. It's turning into a rave, but it's not yet a rave. Okay. So now what? I'm just going to describe what we do? No, no, no. Well, uh, it's, it's amazing how dark it is in here. Yeah, I can't see anything. It's yeah, really dark. I'm going to poke you. Oh, I just got it. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll poke you back. Um, I just got an inv- event invitation, actually, to be in this cave, and it does say that there is a rave here. Yeah, yeah. So I, hear should, that. I hear that music. Should we, we go should to the rave? Pro- yeah, it's getting louder. I think we're moving towards it. Hmm. Does this feel a little... It's not as intimate now because there's all these other people around. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's a first date. Sorry. It's fine. I don't want to... Oh, hey! Betty, how you doing? <laughs> no, hey! she's just a friend. <clears throat> so, who is that? Uh, she's just a friend. I don't know. She's so pretty and talented looking. <laughs> Oh, it's because it's really dark in here. You can't really see. She's not that talented. <laughs> okay, can I go get a lollipop? Hey, do you have any MDM? Oh, she's gone. Uh, uh, she's gone. Oh, uh, who's, who's that? Oh, it's uh, my f- friend. Uh, my friend's friend. Friend, yeah. of friend of a friend. I, I heard you say that you didn't think I was that talented looking. Hmm, no, what? I didn't say that. I said she was. she's not that talented looking. But were you talking about me? No. <laughs> okay. Yes, I was. I was trying to, it's called a Nick, okay? I've got this book with me, it's called The Game. What we do is we go through a series of ways to lower your self-esteem so that you like me. It's because I really think you're beautiful and talented. I want you Thank to like you. me. So I have to say all this mean stuff so that you, you like me. Do you want to see a magic trick? Yeah, uh, yeah I like my, <laughs> I like magic tricks. Okay. Magic. Oh, look at all these hats. Yeah, it's cool, right? Where did you keep those hats? On my my head, mostly. They can kind of fit under the bigger hat that I'm wearing. (laughs) Yeah, so weird. I thought you were just wearing that that big, blousey, renaissance-looking hat. But all those hats, that's that's neat. I don't want to be too forward, but if you... 
I don't know that. Do you want to go to the rave or do you want to do you want to go back? To, do you want to go to a darker part of the cave? I like the idea of a darker part of the cave. Oh, look at all these stalagmites. Oh, they're stalactites, actually. By the way, I like your stalactites that you're wearing. <laughs> That's a joke. See, I'm making jokes ladies like humor and stuff yeah you're very funny mm -hmm. yeah really that's funny. how i that's how i woo you probably shouldn't have told you that no it's, okay. it's okay do you like magic <laughs> yeah I, I like i like magic, magic trick okay where, where are you, you didn't like that, that magic. you just said magic trick and then you, you spit on the ground that's not magic, isn't it my mom always told me that was magic well, usually a magic trick is like, is like an illusion. But I created something out of nothing. Well... Spittle. Okay. Look, this isn't working out. I'm emotionally unavailable. You're really talented. It's not you, obviously. It's no. The, it's the cave. I think it's the cave. It's bringing back a lot of weird memories. No, I, I, I got it. I mean, I certainly don't want to be involved with anyone who's emotionally unavailable. And... for listening uh we have so many great episodes coming up i'm really excited for you to listen to all of them um thank you everyone who's donating you guys are amazing i really appreciate it and if you're not donating that's fine too do do what you can and if you can donate that's great if if you can't that's that's fine too um if you're donating ten dollars or over i'm sending you a, a postcard that i that i made myself and if you donate fifty dollars or over you get like a cool nice hefty package full of homemade goods uh by me as a as a thank you so um please go to feralaudio.com and click on the this feels terrible link and then click on donate and then donate money via paypal and uh yeah it's uh, i really appreciate it um the show we're having our first live version of the podcast September 30th at 9.30 p.m. at the UCB Theater. You can buy uh, tickets starting the 1st of September on the UCB website and get those fast. Because I expect they'll sell out in 15 minutes. Right, guys? Right? <laughs> oh. Yeah, thanks, guys. Well, I uh, when I was going through my breakup in uh, 
August before I had bought um, Who Will Cut Our Hair When We're Gone and was because I wanted to become intimate with an album like I like we used to when we were in high school mm-hmm. or before, like before MP3s and before you could just access anything whenever. So I had heard uh, I'd heard the album before, but I liked it and I just wanted to become more intimate with it. And then my my boyfriend uh, broke up with me. And then I was, uh, yeah, I listened to it nonstop. And then I went on this Atlanta rampage. This just uh, went on a bazillion dates. And then with each of them, I gave them a copy of Who Will Cut Our Hair When We're Gone. Wow, thanks. No problem. Um, in Atlanta? In Atlanta, yeah. And then I was also... Yeah, I was going, I, w- I went out with a, with a, with a 105 dudes. By 105, I mean, I think, I think it was five. It's, it's such an aphrodisiac for gentlemen when you're like, I don't give a, I don't care. I don't, yeah. I want to be, be by myself. Um, but anyway, I introduced them to your music and they all liked it. But then afterwards, like when I, I ended up, I wasn't dishonest with anybody, but I, but as, as things, happen i ended up hurting all those guys feelings mm-hmm. and all of them were like well what about and with like quote a unicorn song like also i i painted this picture like i i do prints and pictures and stuff and i i did this i did all these prints with uh with lyrics i i like and i didn't i wasn't being dishonest about them being lyrics from other people's music like i was saying like oh this is a Daniel Johnston lyric or this mm-hmm. is David Bowie or this is whatever. But like on a card, like I wrote down a unicorn's lyric and I went out with this guy who is a musician in Atlanta. It's copyright infringement. Yeah. Well, he texted me uh, like a month ago. I was like, Hey, like I was just thinking about you. I just want to let you know. I, um, I wrote a song based on a little note that you left me. And that card, Ooh. but it was a lyric. It was an actual Let lyric. Let me just get my lawyer's <laughs> phone here. What's his name? I said, oh, no, that's actually, like, that's that's from that, you know, that band that I played for you. Like, that's uh, that's oh. a lyric. Nick, you make me feel like I'm in the third grade. You remind me of, like, with your, I think with your haircut. <laughs> and, like, you have a very, like, you're very For those friendly. listening, I have a, yeah, <laughs> I have a bowl cut. With the undercut sort of shaved head. Yeah, well, it's very, like, uh, wise haircut. Because I think any any woman my age, like, f- four years older or younger, like, it makes them feel like they're in a I've been meaning to get my hair cut, but maybe I shouldn't. My hair's way too fucking long right now. But you're emotionally unavailable, so you should get your hair cut. I'm not saying I don't crave the attention. I'm saying I can't get reciprocate. Oh, boy. Yeah, I told you I'm an asshole. Uh, you're the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst. I yeah, told you I'm the yeah. worst. It's not like no, I didn't say well, I was the worst. Like, I, At least I'm honest. I don't. These um, fucking guys are complete. You know, everyone <clears throat> everyone can be an asshole. I'm kidding. Someone, I'm, I'm right. kidding. Of course I'm not an asshole. Of course I give the love that I take. It's equal to the love you make. That's something I've been just messing around with. Someone Aww. wrote it on a card to me, and I thought I'd. Turn it into a song. Tell me about your moral resignation. 
What would you say to uh, young musicians who are navigating relationships and being in a band and traveling? Um, if they really like that person, they should probably stop touring in a band. They should probably try and get like work at at home, you know? <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know. I think it's really tough. I think it's really hard to <clears throat> to be a regular functioning person and be on the road all the time i think it really uh it really detach you you really feel detached and uh i don't know the fuck do i know i don't know shit i'm not giving anybody advice i'm the worst person to give advice right well it's such an interesting well like everyone um you just turned 30 Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if you just turned 30, but you're 30. <clears throat> I turned 30 recently. I mean, I am 30. Mm-hmm. I've turned it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's when you're in your 20s, especially with, like when you when you are pursuing something that's as self-focused as comedy or art or music, like it's it's so difficult slash impossible to maintain a really healthy relationship through that because you're developing so much as a person and an Hmm. artist but yeah all that stuff informs your all all your like life experience informs your work i think so it's in a weird way like i'm I'm just saying i'm just i'm speaking to like the the marriage thing or like the relationship uh uh-huh yeah because you're talking like your 50 year old tom waits and oh yeah i know i have this weird habit of because in the rock world you age I would say twice as fast, not physically, but, um, as far as, and I'm not talking about in an emotional, like, relationship sense. I'm talking about as far as, like, your, your cachet and your, your, um, Mm -hmm. your worth, your net worth in, in the, in the company, um, of rock or pop or whatever the fuck, indie rock, whatever it is. So it's kind of rare that, you know, someone who makes records at, starting out at, at the age of 20 or 21 which is you know kind of the fetishized age to be making music because you're young and it's right. valid it's like you're young you're 19 you don't give a fuck and you sing about whatever's going on and people are like hey this these people are young they're fresh they're kind of reckless um it's exciting you get you know nine years in and it ceases to become exciting for anyone involved it becomes kind of stale and so the the trick is to avoid avoid that avoid you know kind of try to keep things fresh try to continue to make music which is something i'm always going to do but uh but definitely at 30 like i'm an old man in this game for sure that's okay i don't care right but not an old man in the uh relationship well yeah i guess not a little bit i'm getting on to be not Bear, and not have a child to my name. Mm. Is that what you say? Child to my name? Sounds <laughs> a little creepy. I, I don't think so. I think you're like, you're almost, uh, this is the grossest way to say this, but you're like almost ripe for, uh, mm. <laughs> for, for, um, <clears throat> like I would even say, I decided a while ago I wanted to only date men who are older than me. Um, yeah, that seems to be a, a, a trend is, um, and maybe it's cause women sort of mature faster and have to have like a biological sort of timer on fucking around. Whereas right. I think dudes Well, don't. I think they're like 30 is even like too young for me right now. And I'm 27. 
Oh, shit. I'm 36. Thank you so much for doing the this this wandering version of this feels terrible. Thank you, Aaron. I'm sorry if it was wandering. No, it wasn't your fault. Oh no, you're great. That's the worst thing to say is to uh, to describe something as is wandering when you're no. Unless you're so a Sephardic sad. Jew, then that's kind of your nature, right? Is Jesuits. That- Have you ever climbed a palm tree? No. Good. Have you? No, you can't. Uh, trick question. Oh. People can climb palm trees, but they're native to palm tree places. Mm. Uh, how long have you had your iPhone? Uh, seven months. When was the last time you went to the dentist? Seven years. Really? No, I went last year. Oh. <clears throat> I'm due for a checkup. Thanks for reminding me, actually. You're welcome. I hope that was not a subtle way to say that I have severe halitosis <laughs> what's your favorite painting whoa i don't know i like uh, edward hopper stuff he's cool i don't know nighthawks or like something more obscure there's this one of this woman in this house and like maybe it was in france i don't know it's pretty it's nice i like lots of stuff i can't think of any off the top that's cool whatever that is meadow or mountain Me- oh meadow on a mountain if i may you may. Because they exist and they're the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks, guys. That's it. I hope you liked that that episode. Please check out Nick's music. You can uh, follow Nick at Nick from Islands. He's a great, funny little Twitter. Tell him I sent you. And listen to his music and become a, a big fan of his his bands. He's super talented and, and great, obviously. Um, and then follow me on Twitter at Aaron McGathy. Tell me I sent me. Tell me I sent you. Tell me I sent you. Also, <laughs> if you haven't, it's so hot, you guys. I'm sitting in this studio. I, my skin has melted off. I look like a freeze frame from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um... It's a mess here. Uh, please, if you haven't already, please, please, please subscribe on iTunes and review the show. That really helps us out a whole bunch. Uh, and I'd, I'd appreciate it. And uh, if you have any emails, send them over to thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sl- slow to respond, but I read every one of them and I, and I respond to every single email. So send me an email. And uh, I'm like... Look up to the sky and remember what's important. (laughs) Space, I guess.
Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.